Hello and welcome to Hands Up, the education podcast that takes a light-hearted look at all the quirks that make being a teacher, an educator, or just part of a school a truly unique experience. My name is Jordan Firth, I'm a year two teacher and I'm joined by fellow teacher, co-host and co-creator Mark Tomlinson. Hello Jordan! In this episode, Mark will be looking at Third Street Elementary from recess in his famous fictional school. I asked my year two class, what would you do if you were Prime Minister? And for our teacher talking point, we're discussing some useful teacher hacks. It's great to have you with us, so sit down, cross your legs or make sure your chair's tucked in, four legs Mark, and let's get started. Hi Mark, how are things, how are you settling in now to this brand new school year? Now we've got a half term out of the way mm. and we're what, about three weeks into this second half term? How, how are you feeling, back in the swing of things? Yeah, uh, like a comfy pair of slippers, Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, how about your good self? Yeah, good, I... Yeah, good. It's a bit of a weird time of year, I find, this one, because you've kind of, you, your first half term you know is is exhausting. You've got all your sort of transition stuff, all that sort of stuff, and you come back, and I feel like you've got these, these first two weeks, and then you're just waiting for everything to just all go tits up, basically, because of Christmas happening, <laughs> because of all the extra stuff that mm-hmm. needs needs to be done. And it's, you can kind of, you can feel yourself losing the odd hour from your mm. timetable Indeed, or the yeah. odd sort of mm-hmm. thing because Christmas is coming. We need to, I don't know, start making Christmas cards. We need to start learning these Christmas songs and you can just feel it starting to mm. slip away from you, all that control of your own time. It's interesting, isn't it? Because people, you get people complaining about, oh, I've walked into a shop today and I'm playing Christmas songs and it's only middle of November. And I think, well, if you were in primary school education, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Christmas definitely does start straight after half term in November because of all that prep we've got to do as I've just said oh it does got to and, and our, our Christmas performance I I'm, I'm going kind of full God and Shakespeare on it and um, <laughs> our dress rehearsal is on the 6th of December this year so we kind of you know we needed to start learning almost immediately totally off topic kind of a child told me a joke earlier and it, it made me think of you just because oh. it was a it, it was, was good, it, funny. Because it was good. It was a bit yeah, of a, a bit uh, of a dad's joke, and yeah, I know right. you're a big fan mm. of those. So I was asking my class a question for a future ask year two topic. Yeah, um, I'm kind of getting a few like locked in in case I don't know we have to record an emergency podcast or so. Basically, in case I forget to do it, I just want like a bank of these <laughs> of this content for the podcast. Um, anyway, I asked them for for this one. What do you think is the best and worst thing about being a teacher? Now, obviously, I won't share their answers because that's for a different episode. But a little girl put her hand up and she said, it's not a best or worst thing, but I've got a joke. And I was like, all right, go on then. Now's not the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was like, all right, go on then. And she went, why was the teacher cross-eyed? I don't know. Why was the teacher cross-eyed? Because she couldn't control her pupils. <laughs> That's <so> brilliant. <laughs> like Marty Feldman. Yay! <laughs> Let's um, seamlessly move on then into this episode's Ask Year 2 and we'll delve into the minds of some six and seven-year-olds. And today I asked them, if you were Prime Minister, what would you do? Uh, as ever, the names have been changed. 
to ensure privacy. So let's see what we happened this week when we asked year two. Anna said, I'd make a law so that all teachers would have to have pink hair. <laughs> how, how do you think you'd, you'd rock the pink hair, Mac? Um, well, mm, good question. Um, I, as you as you all know, I am a, a, a man of uh, vintage, and I have <laughs> my hair is increasingly getting grey and grey as the as the as the days <laughs> months pass by, and uh, and I think I think I could probably get away with it, yeah, uh, because. Um, There are a few teachers in our school, I mean, yourself and I included, who I would love to see with with pink hair, wouldn't you? So initially, I didn't think it would be a horrendous idea. I thought, yeah, all teachers have pink hair, that's fine. Until the next person then put their hand up, (laughs) right? Uh, Sven, we'll call him, and then said this. I'd pass a law so that if you had pink hair, you had to go to jail. <laughs> I thought they've got us there. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's like that's probably dystopian, that mm. isn't it? Like, pass one law, make you have pink hair. It kind of feels irrelevant to yeah, anything. Yeah, pass enough that anyone pink hair needs to go to jail. So, well, not- I, so, but however, Anna um, and Sven would be different prime ministers, wouldn't they? So Anna would be in charge yeah. of the country, and she'd pass the law. All teachers have to have pink hair. Yeah. Great. And then maybe she lear- she loses her position in a snap election and Sven is in and within days he has kind of put out this new law that anybody with pink hair has to... will go to jail. It, I mean, judging by if you ever read, uh, say, a Daily Mail article about teachers... Um, judging by the comment section of that, I think that's probably how he got elected <laughs> by by having that as one yeah, of his yeah. policies. And but also, you would expect, all right, you would expect that Sven would have it in his manifesto. Yeah. So we knew what we were voting for. However, knowing the current government and uh, the manifesto pledges that have not yeah. come to fruition since they. Depending on Sven's party, we, we, we'll probably be safe. Yeah. Would you hazard a guess at Sven's party? Um, <laughs> based on his sending people, sending teachers with pink hair to prison? Um. <laughs> You're trying not to be political. Yeah. <laughs> Christoph said, if you're like in the street or outside of something and someone shouts your name by law you have to stop and turn around and, and respond <laughs> respond to it <laughs> that wouldn't be great for me the amount of times I've heard like Mr Firth like in Sainsbury's and I've just, I've just keep walking just pretend I've not heard them doing my shopping walk straight out yeah. of the supermarket <laughs> I'm just in my own world I didn't hear sorry so just walk. abandon your basket mid-aisle <laughs> walk it. straight out <laughs> I'm sure I've got a pot noodle somewhere in the back of the cupboard that'll do that'll do <laughs> this this one you'll you'll get the, the, the theme from Elsa said um, that I would make every day is pyjama day every 
every day. Now, his children need some homework. Yes. Yeah, at our school. And you, I have to say, you dress very smartly. Most of the time, very dapper. God love you. Um, how would you feel about every day being pyjama day? I would inhate it. <laughs> Thank you for self uh, censoring there. Like yeah. It makes the editing <laughs> well, process you're easier. Welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know about any other teachers out there, uh, primary school teachers mainly, who have to dress for. Um, children needing their pyjamas but I feel quite vulnerable in my pyjamas you're not supposed to just come in your boxer shorts that's the thing I don't don't wear anything for bed so I'll be just turning up with nothing on (laughs) so so, so anyway I don't know whether you noticed Jordan when you entered my house today to record said podcast but I've got a children in need t-shirt hanging I've spotted that up yeah. just up there because I've decided not to sport pyjamas tomorrow sure. I'm yeah. going to wear a children in need themed garment <laughs> I think that's I think that's a sensible idea mm. I, I think mm. yeah. yeah I know what you mean because pyjama material by design is supposed to be very sort of comfy uh, comfy very light light yeah yeah you don't yeah. feel like yeah I get no, that. no no I get that. so so I've this this year I've, I've I'm going down a different route although I did notice today the message from the head which was um non non uniform yeah dress down dress down day that's right yeah so maybe there's been a few complaints of other teachers Saying, saying I can't, I can't come in my silk silk negligee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Spur, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olaf said, "I would make everyone have fun, but <laughs> they do have to do their homework, so it's okay not to then." That was his kind of the, the only time you don't have to have fun is when you're doing homework. So, I kind of like how realistic it is there. Yeah. Sure, <laughs> so they go hand in hand not having fun and doing your homework, yeah. don't they? Uh, this was this was one. Um, <laughs> it was one. This was one. <laughs> Hans said, um, <laughs> I would make the world break down so I didn't have to go to school. Make the world break yeah. down? To which my response was, well... It already is. Our current <laughs> prime minister's doing a pretty good job of that. So. <laughs> Of course, I didn't say that. No. Never, ever. You've got 12 years, made the most of it. You say that <laughs> other than that, do you know what? We uh, genuinely had some quite nice ones. Um, some children spoke about making sure there'd been no more smoke from factories was one. Uh, making sure people eat healthier. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think they realised this is for a comedy podcast, so they <laughs> were actually being genuinely pretty good. Bless them. So yeah, some, some pretty good ideas there. Well, they are, you know, in, in the words of the late, great Michael Jackson, we believe the children are the future. We do. Let's move on uh, to our teacher talking point. Now, actually, this is more of a genuinely useful section here, which is unlike us at this podcast. Yeah. You you don't, I, people don't take anything away. No, I, I stress quite heavily, actually, that you, you will not learn anything no, when no. you mm-hmm. listen to this podcast, despite it being classed as, I guess, education. But yeah, it's just yeah. about education. It's not educational. Yeah. However, we've got, you know, a bit of change of pace. Oh, nice. nice. Um, so, he has some teacher hacks for you. Now, at Mr. E. Finch uh, tweeted, 
a while ago now. I keep meeting people who don't know how to sellotape a one pence piece coin onto their wall stapler, so there's always a couple of millimetres to get the staple remover under. I'm going to put, what are your top teach hacks? Now, have you heard of that one, Mark? Have you done that? I've never heard of that no. one, no. Um, I haven't. But at Mr. Baker Physics replied and said actually exactly what I was thinking. Or just stick new paper over the top of the old ones. Don't <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's listen to what Twitter had to say about their favourite teach hacks. A couple of people said this: um, Rubab Crumble at Mister Leany. Always print uh, two more copies than you need to allow for children uh, losing, eating, ripping, cutting their copies, exploding pens, or dropping their work in the sink. Uh, at eg text replied saying five mate five extra ones um (laughs) mark you're very eco-friendly yes i like to think so so do you would you do that or do you think this is your this is your one worksheet so woe betide you if anything happens to it yeah that yeah, do you use those words as well? <laughs> yeah, Woe betide you. Woe betide you. <laughs> Woe betide you, young man. <laughs> Loads of stuff as well about um, the snipping tool. Um, do you use that, Mark? I do, yeah, yeah I do use snipping tool. So yeah. from at Tweet to Teach Repeat, at Free Motley, at Minna Lebowski, um, all mentioned it. So for the uninitiated, the snipping tool is a tool on all Windows PCs. Uh, basically, you just drag a square over part of your screen, maybe a PDF document, a worksheet, an image, li- literally whatever is on your screen, and it just copies and pastes whatever you've highlighted as an image. So you can stick it on your smart board or to draw on or whatever. Um, I've got an additional hack for this. Um, so if you... I, someone tweeted it by the way it's not just me I can't remember who tweeted it but if you go to your ease of access settings on your computer yeah. you can make it so when you press the print screen key on yeah. your computer instead of it taking a screenshot of, of your whole where yeah. it's on screen yeah. it will just bring up the snipping tool so you press print screen snipping tool appears so it's like yeah. a one one key access so yeah get on that I, I feel it feels weird I feel like you know just trying to to actually be useful. Yeah. Yeah. There's no punchline to that. No. So, so I've got two questions yeah. on the back of that. Okay. Um, ease, I don't know where the ease of access thing is. <laughs> and secondly, I don't know where the print screen button is. <laughs> print screen. Now, I'm on the Mac, so I can't... But it should be... Have you got your laptop there? I have, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't see it on your laptop. Hang on. <laughs> This is this is this is this is gold winning <laughs> podcast. This fantastic. It's that. It's that. And for listeners at home, Mr. Firth is pointing to a part of my laptop. It says "print screw" on it. It says "print screw," and I can see yeah. that. That's what that that's, stands that's for. Okay, yeah. great. You just take that okay. snapshot. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> at Nicola J. Harvey said, "Cut all worksheets that need to go in books or paper you want to mount to slightly less than A4." But at Stallard LHS um, said what I was thinking in response to that, saying she hacked it better. Invest in A4 plus size exercise books. Yes. Absolute game changer. Like now, our, our math books. Our math books. How good game is it changer. when you don't need to trim those yeah, worksheets? Yeah, yeah. You know they can just go straight, straight in to. there. Love that. Whoever yeah. invented that, if they've not got their MBE, mm-hmm. yeah, then no, no. the Queen needs to Indeed. get on it. Absolutely. I agree before she passes away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, let me just say something. Every class, especially in infant school, has yeah. got half a dozen kids. 
So we can't even stick that sheet in straight so oh, it still hangs out the side of the book or overlaps. It's it's one of those, that's, that's a massive pet hate that. And then they, the, the longer it gets all crumpled and torn, oh, does it? Because it's been sticking yeah, out. And I always sort of say to the, the pupils in my class, this is a real, is a pet peeve of myself. Oh, <laughs> and for the first kind of couple of weeks, all good. And then, the, yeah, they just... They lose it, don't yeah, they? Yeah. As soon as Come one of us. them gets that little corner poking out, it's game. They're not bothered. Then. Yeah. It's game over. I've done it once now. So, <laughs> going. At Templar Wilson says, my top teacher hack is always have a full wine rack. Ah, yeah, right. Brilliant. That is that is such a it's such a teacher thing to say, isn't it? You can imagine it like in lots of um, in a nice fancy font. I'm going to be on background of some, like, stars, something, in a staff room of a school somewhere where they're trying to be, like, look, look how loud, like, hard and funny we are in this school. Look at these funny quotes we've got on the staff room walls. <laughs> Our school. Our school have done that. <laughs> it's there. What is it? What does it say? Oh, no. Something about don't, don't disturb me unless... Don't, oh, is it, don't interrupt my lessons <laughs> unless one... It's like... There's cake in the staff There's room. There's cake in the staff room. There's wine in the fridge. Tom Hardy walks in. There's something like that. <laughs> Little Tom Hardy walks in. <laughs> and the first thing I'll say to him is, why are you in class? <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> at Benji Tweets 86 said, uh, and there was a picture that went with this. And actually, I was quite impressed. Mm. It definitely needs to get on Dragon's Den. He put, I've just hung a whiteboard rubber from a retractable washing line on the side of the board and now I'm wondering if I can patent it. So a retractable washing line, put yeah. his whiteboard rubber on it, yeah. extend it, rub it out, just let go, don't, never lose it again. Oh, that's good. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Get on yeah. Dragon's Den with that. Do you think, do you, do you think there's what? a lot of money in that? <laughs> you think Peter Jones will be sat there in Dragon's Den going, this is going to make what me a little, little yeah. fortune, this? <laughs> how many how many sales have you made so far? Uh, <laughs> three, three, two, two to my mate. How many listeners of the Hands Up podcast are there? They, that's about as, as far as your advertising is stretched so far. So yeah, three. Um, <laughs> at Farry Missus, don't throw glue stick lids or whiteboard pen lids away. Someone always loses one. Yeah, we've got two that. bins outside my class full of spares. Glue sticks and <laughs> glue stick lids following a failed recycling <laughs> you do. mission. A huge <laughs> bin of, of used glue sticks. <laughs> Nothing to do with them. If anyone can think of a really good craft idea, you, might you run like an eco kind of crafts club? I do, that's true. What could yeah. you do with empty mm, That's a good idea. Get in touch. Maybe we can build a raft for when... Um, the apocalypse when comes. the apocalypse comes in 12 years time kids no because they, because they failed their COP climate agreement yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those sea levels have risen and we all need to yeah um, at online maths T said um, oh I do this this is a great one I tell I teach all my trainees this one so get each table to collect the book together with all you know spines facing the same way mm-hmm. all facing the same direction and then when you collect them in alternate the spines yeah so it, wouldn't it be one table would be spines to the front yeah. and then you put yeah, the other yeah. one so it'd be like page yeah, yeah. to the front uh-huh. and then you can just easily mark them in groups and then yeah. hand them out 
really quickly yeah. and next lesson and they're already in chunks of kind yeah. of groups yeah. do that all the time yeah. sounds little yeah. but I've done that ever since I've been a trainee teacher yeah. love it's it it's good I it's like it my yeah. favourite one that one um, at Mr D Story 1 says um, a ball of blue tack stuck under your desk so you never be without it again I feel like every teacher's kind of got like a random blob of blue tack somewhere in their classroom, like for emergencies, or if someone hands you a bit of blue tack, you, just, you stick it on that mm-hmm. or that, yeah, yeah. that block. Mine's um, mine's <laughs> like in the top corner of my smart board frame. Oh yeah, you yeah. must have one. Surely yeah, that. I yours? do. Uh, mine's on top of my little filing cabinet. Yeah, I keep mine there. Yeah. Now, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> Should you ever need any? <laughs> I've got one. I've got a teacher hat. Have you? Yeah, that I, I've tweeted before. Mm-hmm. Mine was to, to get out of. To get out of book scrutinies Ooh. or offset to come and want to look at books. If you um take them home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take them Ooh. home. Oh yeah. Bury them in your garden yeah. and cover them with endangered plants. Yeah. Illegal to dig them back up. Oh, right? Fantastic. So that's good. Stay tuned for more teaching and garden advice. <laughs> <laughs> How to beat the system, yeah. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, um, shall we move on to your famous fictional school this week, Mark? Why not? Um, now, when you told me you were doing recess, mm. I was pretty excited. I am um, a child of the 90s. You yes. may call me a, mm-hmm. I don't know, a 90s and kid? Not 90s, 90s kid. It would be a 90s, 90s baby. Kid. 90s yeah. kid, 90s baby. Yeah. A millennial, I guess you'd, you'd class me as. Yeah. Um, and really excited when you said you're doing research. Yes. Um, Miss O'Hara, who is, who, and who Miss, Miss Sykes, who are our two other year two colleagues. Yeah have expressed their sadness that they've not been given a shout-out yet yeah. on the podcast. We're going to we make that happen, so, surely. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and Miss O'Hara said, oh, she mentioned recess to me as well. And I was like, yeah, yeah I, I, I love it. And then I spoke to you about it, and I said, I'm really looking forward to doing recess. And you went, well, <laughs> kind of doing recess, <laughs> like you do sometimes. <laughs> so now, <laughs> a little bit... <laughs> It's going, just it's just a way in, isn't it? Sure. It's a way in. It's a way into one of your to me rambling on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> okay. sort of ramble for a bit. Well, Mark, I'm fascinated as to see how recess becomes your way in to this week's mm. in inverted commas famous fictional score. Yeah. So you. you're right, Jordan. I have chosen um recess following a request from I would say one of our valuable listeners. Uh, uh, only listeners. <laughs> Any listener is valuable. Now, the request came in the form of a letter, which was blue tacked to my computer screen <laughs> really? at the end of last week. Would you like me to read it out to you, John? Please, please do. Mark, little informal. <laughs> I have listened to yours and Jordan's podcast, and I must admit, the part I don't enjoy is your fictional school section. <laughs> right. Oh, it's nice to get on this feedback. Exactly. I don't like this part of the podcast because you talk about schools which are before my time, and therefore I don't understand any of your jokes. Have you considered discussing the school from the Disney TV series Recess? Good. Okay. Your sincerely, Katie. P.S. Please, can you clear your cups and plates from the wet room? <laughs> hmm. Now, first of all, 
I would like to clarify that Katie is one of our colleagues, as previously discussed by Jordan, mm-hmm. and that the wet room she refers to is not some <laughs> sordid euphemism, but the area that joins mine and Katie's classrooms, and is so called because it has two sinks and art drying racks. Hence the name. I know what some of our listeners are like, Jordan, and I don't <laughs> want them sat there sniggering to themselves at the term wet room. It's puerile. And it's childish. And and as this is a sophisticated family podcast, we won't be putting up with it. Secondly, for someone who has recently taught the features of a letter, Katie's note is all over the wicket and needs to decide whether it is formal or informal for starters. And finally, is Katie suggesting previous fictional schools such as Springfield Elementary and Hogwarts are the only ones she knows. Did Zamo Maguire die in vain? <laughs> now, I know Katie, similar to your good self, Jordan, celebrated a milestone birthday this year. Yeah. But is she suggesting that her cultural capital doesn't start until 1991? And if so, has she also never heard of Mozart, the poems of Keats and Yeats, or the Bay City Rollers? Crikey. Can you imagine if I co-hosted Hands Up Pod with Katie instead of you? The bell would be chiming so much, it would like being being at a campanology convention or appearing on a very competitive episode of Call My Bluff. <laughs> you literally almost compared the cultural significance of Mozart to that of Grange Hill. And do you know what? I'm all for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm all for it. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, I digress. So, for our fantastic... Hard-working, yet culturally bereft Colleen Katie. <laughs> Here's the lowdown on Third Street Elementary School from Recess. And if anyone else wants to suggest a fictional school for this section that fits between the date of their birth and the present day, <laughs> then please feel free to stick a letter to my computer screen. There's usually a ball of blue tack on the top of my filing cabinet. Um, for the uninitiated or people born after 2001. <laughs> Recess was an animated TV show that aired on the Disney Channel for a total of six seasons. The show focuses on a group of fourth graders, TJ, Spinelli, Vince, Gretchen, Mikey, who looks like an overweight Gordon Ramsay, and <laughs> Gus, who live for that special time of the day for all school children, playtime where in each 10-minute episode, Recess demonstrates that all our social complexities and questions of right and wrong and just and unjust, empathy and hatred can be found each and every day in the school playground. Storylines would deal with the serious business of being a school kid who is the cock of the school, popular fads that take over playground demographics, and most importantly, designating nicknames based on someone's main quality. For example, the brothers Sam and Dave were known as the diggers because they liked to dig up things. Or the pupil known as Upside Down Girl was due to the fact that she was perpetually hanging upside down from a climbing frame in the school playground. I don't know about you, Jordan, but everyone had a nickname at my school. Not only did I share my school with the previously mentioned Mad Tommy and Snarfy, <laughs> but also Zigger Zagger, Carney, Belle de Jour, Bent Knob, Mafu, Cugs, Wiggy, Grandad, Pouchy, Yaya, Warehouse, and Brady. So called because the kid's name was was Brady. Sadly, it appears that the art of the nickname has been lost in time. 
I asked my own children, both now in high school, if they or their friends had nicknames, and they looked at me as if I was an idiot, which, to be fair, is common occurrence. On reflection, I do wonder if the nickname had more importance back in the 70s and 80s because first names were so dull and uninspiring. In junior school, I shared a class with three other boys called Mark, two Pauls, a David, an Andrew, a John, a Sue, and two Debras. Nowadays, there's such a variety of children's names that maybe a nickname is not required. I mean, why bother designating a nickname to your friends if they're already named after the Norse God of Thunder or the winner of the 2014 Grand National? (laughs) One of my favourite name stories came from my own family. A half-cousin on my mum's side had called her firstborn Vade. Vade, I exclaimed down the phone to my mum. Vade? How do you spell that? V-A-D-E, she responded. That's an unusual name, I said. Yes, my mum replied. It's an anagram of his dad's name, Dave. (laughs) Needless to say, I was busy washing my hair when it came round to the christening. Back to recess. While covering all the bases of school life, episodes included the substitute teacher, school photo day and the library. Recess would also often deal with challenging and moralistic issues such as bullying, matters of identity and self-worth and even death. Like TJ and his friends, we continue to go through life learning valuable lessons and navigating social hierarchies. That's life and we start to hone these skills from the minute we step out onto the playground for the first time and we'll continue to do so until we step off it for the very last time. The kids at 3rd Street live for playtime, a chance to throw off the shackles of the classroom and be free for 10 minutes or so. I would argue that as adults, our lives are not much different. Whether you're a plumber, a police officer or a teacher, we still have our lives looking forward to our very own playtimes. Whether that's going to a gig or the cinema, playing or watching sport or just sat in front of a Netflix box set in your, in your unwashed jogging bottoms while desperately holding onto the biscuit barrel. These are the times that get us through the day and make this thing we call life worth sticking around for. But I like to think that now we're all grown up, we do so without the need for a wet paper towel for a scraped knee or having to find someone else to play with because our friend is being a knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> I do you know what I really enjoyed that last bit there. I I thought this is it's been a very um very unusual podcast in that one we've been relatively I don't know useful in the educational <laughs> and two that was very poignant for me there at the end. I, I I found myself just nodding along uh in agreement about I, you sat in the next biscuit barrel. Yeah. I mean I, I Obviously, know what biscuit barrel is, but yeah. I mean, the, people still have the, the old kind of. My my grandma used to have a biscuit barrel. I used to love. I mean, this cannot have been that good for me, but sort of the biscuit barrel been emptied and filled up a few times. Mm. At the bottom, you'd get like yeah. the, the bits, the crumbs the, from the, the crumbs biscuits. Yeah, indeed. And yeah. So I used to like mm-hmm. quite enjoy just put, tipping those into a bowl, yeah, yeah. or on top of some ice cream or something, and eating them. Oh, and, nice. and basically, what I now know, I was eating stale, out of date. <laughs> Biscuit drinks, <laughs> but yeah, no, I yeah, that was good. I I loved recess. I thought it was, um, I thought it was great. The the character now, who's the character, the, the the snitch in it? Is it Randall? I think he's called Randall. If you anyone that is familiar with recess, if you Google Randall, he's like the spit of um, Moses Luck 
of The Simpsons, but he's oh, like, he's, he's, I don't know, his <laughs> child or him as a as a younger <laughs> age. But yeah, I I loved Recess. I watched a clip of it um, earlier today. I watched, the, I, I just wanted to know what the theme tune was like and remind myself mm. of it, and it kind of went into an episode. And it was one where they were using... Um, stickers for currency and all right you know, yeah if you, okay. if you wanted to play with yeah. certain people or certain things you yeah. had to use stickers for currency and we did that um a little bit in school with we went through a couple of phases where people would do anything to try and get something off you um you know it might be you can play in this game but you, you need to give us the next one mm-hmm. first one was tazos yeah tazos yeah in, in, i do yeah chris back yeah. to chris yeah swap tazos like star wars yeah. pokemon cards was a big one right. in, in, in mine and I guess Kate, I can't imagine Katie will have dealt in Pokemon cards but uh, <laughs> that was massive and yeah uses currency so I, I kind of was watching that thinking yeah I, I can I can relate to that um, so I yeah I loved Recess I think and it came out as well I'll have been I, I googled when it ran from I can't remember it went into the sort of the early noughties yeah. so I will have been mm. a similar age sort of 8, 9, 10 yeah, yeah. when it came out so it sort of I was like the perfect demographic it's on disney plus apparently so you know you're talking about sitting in your joggers yeah that's probably what i'll do later (laughs) sit and watch all the episodes of risa and that's it thank you so much for listening give us a follow on twitter at hands up pod to keep an eye out for all of our posts and we just might feature you on the podcast and if you enjoyed it pass it on to another teacher or educator or anyone else you feel might enjoy listening and don't forget to subscribe give us a quick rating if you can or even better leave us some feedback with your preferred podcast provider that's all for this one. Class dismissed. Are you up to now, Mark? I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig a big hole in the back garden. Oh, uh, because my my teacher hack that I told you about. Uh, no, I've got to bury the kid's dog. <laughs> <laughs>